Well, the football ferns uh, had, uh, I guess, what would you'd have to say at the end of the day was a disappointing World Cup campaign, despite some fantastic results over Norway and that draw with Switzerland. And I know that Yetke Klimkova will now be looking at the next stage of development for this football ferns team. And part of that comes with the team that you announced yesterday, Yitka. Uh Talk to us a little bit about what you were looking for in this team, because there are some experienced players that aren't there this time around, and there are some players who have been fringe players that have come into the squad. Ricardo, I would first start, maybe it's not so disappointing for us. I think it was disappointing to not to get out of the group, but our mm. performances uh, in every game that we've played during the World Cup was pretty solid. And, and, and uh, of course, uh, having the win against Norway and draw against Switzerland is something very special. So and we want to build on it. We want to build on those performances. We want to keep growing. We know the Olympic uh, is behind the door, behind the corner. So we need to start preparing for it. And having now this opportunity to go to Chile and play those two games is a good start for us for our preparation. Yeah, I mean, talking about the Chileans, and I mean, they're a, they're a team. We saw a lot of South Americans uh, teams here, and and they offered a lot. You know, I thought Argentina looked very good, played well above their position in the world rankings. Uh, what are you hoping to get out of these games against Chile? Yeah, yeah, South uh, American teams are really getting better and better every time. Look at Colombia, where mm-hmm. where they they uh, finished up, you know, they they finished in top eight at the World Cup. And yet, for example, even playing Argentina in February and uh, they gave us really tough two games. So we are expecting that Chile is going to be very similar. Um, they are so comfortable on the ball. You know, uh, they are so passionate in Chile, uh, overall in South America about football. And, and I am expecting a lot of seeing a lot of passion uh, from them uh, on the field and actually even off the field. Hopefully the, the fans will will come uh, and will fill the stadium. Uh, so, yeah, it will be good uh, opportunity for us to play against this type of football because we are not uh, used to play South American teams so often. So, uh, and they have a new coach. So I really, they only had one game against Brazil a few months ago. And that was with the players uh, that, uh, and a lot of players were missing. So I would say it was not the full squad. So I'm really now excited to see where they are at the moment. And we are expecting passionate um, football with with a lot of uh, skills uh, on the ball. They are more and more organized defensively. They are tough and aggressive in their defense. So, yeah, it will be good games, good two games for us. Yeah, and it's an interesting blend that you've got. You've got a lot of young players. Obviously, the the pathways in New Zealand football seem to be working. We seem to be uh, producing young players that are getting opportunities offshore as well as signing professional contracts. I personally thought, looking at the, our squad at the World Cup, there's a lot of players here will will we'll use this as a way to bow out on the international stage because we had to, that group of players that were coming towards the end of their careers as well. But we haven't had too many retirements. Um, we've still got those players, you know, the... Uh, uh, the Ali Rileys, etc., are, are still part of things. Were, were you surprised? Were you expecting maybe to be without some of those more senior players after the World Cup? Ricardo, we talked uh, about their longer, long-term uh, goals, actually, uh, in the beginning of the cycle. And um, 
we are aware that the Olympics are so close and all those players are still playing uh, in their clubs and are uh, huge, um, are, are so important in their clubs and playing minutes. Uh, so I think, again, having the balance for us to have this kind of experience and the, the young talent that is going through is very important. I am so thankful and happy that nobody retired and everybody mm. still wants to be part of this uh, journey. We've got a few players that aren't there this time around. Rhea Percival, uh, Daisy Cleverly um, stand out for me as players that aren't there because we haven't, you know, the players that have replaced them have been predominantly defenders. So does this mean you're looking at a different shape, different formation maybe? No, uh, for look, it's not about for us so much about formation. It's about just understanding how do we want to really play, um, what is our style, uh, how are we going to be uh, on the ball, how are we going to be combining with each other. So it's not so much about uh, the formation for me. Uh, it's more about really uh, making sure that our players are uh, reaching their potential every time they step on the field and and playing um, world class football. So I I am not seeing this much about uh, the changing the formation or making the style more defensive. We always are looking for how we can uh, keep the ball as long as possible and control the game that way. So. For me, giving uh, opportunity for some new players who, who we haven't seen during the World Cup and some of the decisions that we were making to make the roster right was were very tough and not easy. So, And I know a lot of players are now playing in their clubs and actually playing very well. So we want to revisit them and see where they are at the moment. Uh, one player that interested me was Ellie Green. She didn't make the World Cup squad, but she is a left-sided defender, but she's very much a, uh, an attacking type of defender, attacking fullback. I mean, she scored a hat-trick, I, I think, in a game when she was still playing for Australia. Um, so do, where do you see her position? Is she a left-back for you, or is she a player that can play further up the field? So I'm very happy that uh, Ali Green uh, can now be a little bit more versatile. Uh, even for her club, she had few games uh, as a wing forward. Mm. And when she came uh, to our training camp, we were trying her higher on the field. Uh, so it's good for her. It's good for us that uh, she is now more and more comfortable with both positions. Uh, and being now uh, or playing more minutes a little bit higher on the field, it can actually help her even as a f uh, fullback, um, having this experience more higher on the field, because that's how we want to play. We want to push our fullbacks uh, going and supporting the attack as much as possible. And I know, and I know her left foot is quality and can deliver a really good crosses in the final third. So I think for us, it's just really positive that she can play both positions. And we're seeing, I know she's not in this squad this time around, but Erin Naylor's obviously gone and got herself a job at Bayern Munich, which is not to be sneezed at. And, uh, you know, we've also seen Katie Bowen sign for Inter International in, in Italy. So there, uh, we're seeing some of our players move to Europe and move to the biggest leagues in Europe as well. As a coach, how does that help you with these young players coming through? Because I see Brianna Edwards is in for Erin this time around. That must be something you can, the carrot, if you like, that you can say, see what's happened here? So for me, first of all, those are our win, wins. 
those are our huge wins moving forward. Like knowing that we have players in such a good clubs, I know they will be growing. I know they will be getting better. And we are talking about Katie Boy, and we are talking about Aaron Naylor. We we have to mention Paige uh, Satchel. Mm-hmm. We have to mention Claudia Bunch. We have to mention Malia Stamets, uh, who are now in Europe and competing in the Ali Riley, uh, Paige Riley, sorry. Uh, that's something what is so important for us that they are now in Europe and they have a really challenging environment to train with and play quality games there. And for for the future for us, this those are critical moves. And Ricardo, I know it's not easy for them to go to Europe and make this decision. It's so far away from their family, from their home. Uh, people who understand traveling, they know what does it mean to to travel to Europe and and then come back home not so often because it's so far away. So it shows our team how committed those players are to for their growth. And that's so important for us. Just before I let you go, Hannah Wilkinson, uh, you know, a great advert for the team. She's uh, She obviously scored our goal against Norway. I did watch her a lot in the tournament and think maybe she doesn't quite have the pace at the top level to, to make those runs down the channels when you're getting those balls played through the channels now. Are you looking at changing the way she plays within your setup and changing maybe her role a little bit? Ricardo, I might surprise you, but her speed was one of the, <laughs> the highest one in the squad. So, oh, okay. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that she's more comfortable in front of the back line, but when she is making those runs behind, she is speedy. And it is it was uh it was how she scored that goal, it was mm. how she created many chances. So we just need to really um use her in those positions more because she can create a, a, a speed. So it's so, more about the timing of the pass or the timing of the run than the speed. Yeah, and making those runs and making mm. those passes and, and knowing that she can actually really uh, beat the defenders with her speed. So that's just what we are learning more and more about Hannah Wilkinson, that she can do those runs and she can be very dangerous behind the line. She's a bit like me, deceptive. Her speed is deceptive. Yet I'm slower than I look. She's obviously faster than she looks. <laughs> Hey, Yitka, thanks very much for giving us time. I know you've got people wanting to talk to you uh, and you've got more interviews lined up, so I really appreciate your time. But thank you very much and best of luck with the team in Chile. Thank you, Ricardo. Great to always talk to you.